What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon, excited to be cruising through the tail end of summer with my good friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. Hey, Phil, how's it going over there? Good morning. All right. So let's get your NMLS number out of the way, please. NMLS 238103 Branch, NMLS 204- Six eight two seven and company NMLS three zero two nine. I have some people in my circle that are talking about moving to Minnesota, and so uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I have the the perfect people for you to talk to because you have a great wealth of information about what's going on out there with the housing market. So, is it still so dire for so many people, or are things opening up a little bit? Oh, uh, here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. We've definitely seen a slowdown, especially in the upper brackets. Okay. Uh, you know, when I say upper brackets, you're you're six hundred thousand dollar plus homes are definitely slowing down okay you still have pockets out there where i'm seeing homes get into multiple offer situations Mm -hmm. then again though i had a great success story here this last week i had i had a client that decided to put an offer on a house that was listed at 276 yes and they go you want to know something we don't think it's worth 276 and yeah, we're going to make a lowball offer, which I listened to, and I'm going, hmm, this sounds interesting. Now, did they call it a lowball offer, or did oh, they yeah. say? They, they did? They, okay. They called See, now, it a, I would not have used that word. I would have said. They called it a lowball offer. Okay. And they said, we're going to ask for the world. We're going to ask wow. for $250. Mm-hmm. we are going to ask for 2% in seller-paid concessions. And here it's running through my mind. I'm going, there's no way. Right. There's no way this is. Being Are you going to get this house with a genie? And bottle? I, did, I like, didn't mm-hmm. say anything. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I get a call Monday morning from the agent. They got the house. Wow! Congratulations so, to them. So congratulations to them. Uh, evidently, the house had been on the market for quite some time. Okay. And I guess it was an estate. And there were four people in the estate, and I think all four people finally just ready said, to be done. <laughs> they said they yeah. were ready to be done. Yeah. But, so uh, what I'm seeing out there is I am seeing people, first-time home buyers coming yes. back into the market. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing seller paids being paid for by the sellers. And so let's just back up and say seller paids again. So that means the closing part, closing cost part. Is that so what you mean? Your your average closing cost, dependent on the loan size is probably around 3%. Okay. Now, for a higher loan amount, it could be two and a half, okay. two and a quarter. For a low loan amount, say 80000 mm-hmm. it could be 4%. So when we're talking about that actual, like what amount of money I need to bring as the buyer Correct. or the person getting it, so that's the amount that I need to have in an account somewhere that I can provide you with in a check, a cashier's check. Cashier's okay. check. Yes. And, and the standard kind of rule of thumb is your minimum down is going to be 3%. Okay. But then your closing cost goes on top of that. Okay. Okay. So, so you put your down you, payment. 
down payment. What about earnest money? Where's the okay? We're gonna back earnest up because we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, I know. So let's but do earnest the money. Okay. Er, yeah, earnest money is is really just an offer to the seller that says, "Hey, I'm gonna put four thousand dollars down." Mm-hmm. But guess what? That goes towards the six percent. Okay. So if we got three percent and another three percent, we're at six percent. Call it if you want. If you wanted to do an average, call it six and a half percent. Okay. All right. So you're coming with six and a half to the table. Yes. With the understanding on a conventional loan, the consumer can get up to 6% in seller paid. Okay. But that would be with 20% down. Okay. If they pay put less than 20% down, then the minimum is 3%. Okay. If you're an investor, it's 2%. Okay. But if you're an FHA, VA, USDA, they allow that to go up to 6%. And so for a while, when the market was incredibly tight, we're saying that most of these um, seller-paid closing costs yep. did not happen as often, right? Well, let's just put it to this way. Any concession that you were going to ask a seller for, yes, uh, basically you're throwing a dart at the wall with no dartboard. Okay, because they're like, we don't have to say yes to any of yeah, these things. correct. Either you want the house or you don't. But we flipped. Okay. Except in maybe really niche areas of the metro. Okay. Okay. Let me give you an example. Niche area. Como Como over by over by the Como Park yes. area. Mm-hmm. Um some areas in Edina. Okay. Okay. So it's there's it's some pockets where pockets. it's like it's still so difficult or so tight in this particular pocket that those concessions are not being added back into the mix right now. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Matter of fact, if you were to ask for them, your your agent would probably say, hey, this isn't gonna you're, work. you're up against three other offers. This isn't going to work. Fair enough. Fair Correct. enough. Okay. You know, so uh, that w- that's what we have going on in the market, but we got some other things going on in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chairman Powell came out. He spoke here this week. Yes. And he spoke about inflation and the, the Federal Reserve, uh, I think they're going to take a real hawkish approach here. Okay, okay. so let's back up because I'm not sure everybody even understands what they mean by hawkish approach. So let's just spell that out for everybody. Um, basically, the market was hoping that the Federal Reserve would come out and state that they're going to stop it is raising of the prime rate right. or they were going to reduce the amount that they were going to raise to the prime rate. Now, that's really important to consumers out there. So for all those my talkers out there, if you've got a student loan, a credit card, a home equity loan, a car loan, if you've looked at your statements lately, you've probably seen them go up by as much as 3%. Right. The hawkish hawkish approach that I'm talking about is now the market is almost positive they're going to raise another 0.75. Right. But it sounds to me like they might do this two, three, four, five more times right? before they even start easing because the Federal Reserve, be it Powell, really believes that uh, inflation has entrenched us mm-hmm. here in the United States. And I, I, I would agree. Matter of fact, I, I was hoping that the Fed would have acted a lot sooner. Right. I really think they're behind the eight ball right now. Right. Sorry to say. And that does seem like, you know, and a part of the reason why I wanted to back up is that we hear those hawk, dove, bulls, bears, all these things. And yeah. so just to back up and go, how does it for someone that 
is just entering this this whole landscape. Yep. What do they need to know? And it's like, okay, this is how you can help make the determination of the overall plan of how are you building your wealth? How are you preserving your money? What are you doing? Going, all right, so maybe it makes sense to pay down those credit cards right now because they'll be affected with these. Yep. When these increases have a ripple effect that may affect when they're dealing with you to get their mortgage, but it's not a one-to-one event like with some of their credit cards and their 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 car loans depending on what their mortgage loan their mortgage looked like right correct okay correct gotcha you know as a matter of fact another great story here this last week and for some people they might not think this is a great story but <laughs> i think it is okay all right a uh, client called me they had over twelve hundred dollars a month on outgoing in credit card debt and mm-hmm. car loans yes and at the end of the month they were broke right they were broke yes okay so they called me regarding, should we do a home equity loan? Should we do a cash out refinance? Right. I was able to sell, save them $1,200 a month. Mm-hmm. Yes, their interest rate went from three and a half to 5.75%. Now that's not a good thing. No, okay? but it's something that they can catch up on, which is what we talked about last week. Correct. But yes. the, the key was I showed them how they saved $1,200 a month. They were... I'm not going to call them rich, but doing well now. Mm -hmm. And I showed them how if they applied $500 a month of the savings towards their mortgage, it really takes their rate from 5.75% into the low fours. Right. And oh, by the way, instead of it being 30 years, their house is paid off in 20 years. Mm -hmm. So them going up on an interest rate, when people, they focus too much on the interest rate that they currently have on the first mortgage. Right. Where is your situation now? Yes. Where will it be in six months? Will it be worse? Yes. Because Mm -hmm. you calling me, you calling me when you've started already missing mortgage payments, or you calling me when your beautiful credit score of 800 turns into a 550. Right. I don't have good news for you then. Right. So it is, and you've talked about this before, to, yes, the interest rate is important, but the payment and how you're able to actually accomplish paying all of these things seems to be most key. Well, my, my question to you would be, is if your interest rate is 7%, yes, but you're, you're, you're not saving any money, or if your interest rate is 3.5% and you're yes. not saving any money, what good is that 3.5% interest right. rate? Considering if we, when I took a look at this client's interest rate at three and a half, but all their credit card debt on top of it. And I did a blended interest rate, meaning you take all the interest rates of all the debt you have. Well, they were blended at eight and a half percent. Okay. All right. That's their total total family interest rate. So now if I get you a new interest rate at 5.75, but I take you from over eight, to 5.75 and then I show you a way how you can pay down your mortgage faster to reduce your interest rate that was a great loan absolutely and, and I and my clients believe it or not the, the wife started crying oh mm-hmm. when I laid everything out she's going oh my gosh and oh by the way the loans already closed right and it's we one closed of it things, in 11 days and now you can sit there I'm sure when that family looked at you and why those tears came is because you're like wow we can breathe now yeah. we can breathe when before we were so trapped 
we couldn't breathe. Well, guess what? Now that gives them the opportunity to do planning for the future. Right. Because when you're in that situation, you're you're really just you're scraping the dirt. Right. You're you're not thinking about buying that next investment property, that second home, that next house. Right. You're just going, how can I make it till Friday? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, when we get back, we're going to give you some more information on how you can get out of renting into actually into your own home. And Phil also has a great deal on how you can, you know, we were talking about those closing costs. He has a great deal on how you might be able to take up to at least, I'm at sorry, least a minimum, a th- at least $1,000. At least $1,000 credit. So you can also be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. It's a great day for you to call in. You can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071 with any of your mortgage and real estate questions. It's funny, uh, Phil, I've been hanging out at the Minnesota State Fair, and so people were talking about how they like listening to the show and that you give them some great information. So thank thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I love like, doing oh. the show and it's love. I love informing consumers and giving them all their options. Right. And and guess what? I, I've said the line multiple times. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad and the ugly. You right. want to hear it or not. Well, here's the thing that I will also say. I was just talking to Mimi about that. And so Mimi and I were talking about how now I've known you for what, like three years now. You, I think it's been three. Has yeah, been three? maybe longer. Yeah, maybe longer. And the greatest thing about you, Phil, is that you do the good, bad, and the ugly, but you used to use words like those gruff words like, oh, I'm going to give you the tough love. And I was like, nobody mm-hmm. wants that. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Like, <laughs> Stop doing that. So now you give them the love and the education, but they're also very honest. And like the way that you present it is, it's not that we can't get there. It's we may have to do some work. Correct. And I think a lot of people are okay with that, you know, knowing Look, there are lots of ways that you can do it because you've talked about this before, Phil. There's people who maybe got told no five years ago. Maybe, you know, maybe they didn't even actually get told no. They've already told themselves no. It's either they told themselves no or maybe they never heard back from the loan officer or the mortgage company or the bank. Exactly, right. Or they did something online and they ran a couple of numbers and they're going and and it put them in the world of I can't. When if they contact you, they end up in the world of either I can or we can in six months, in nine months, you know. I, I phrase it as as I'm I'm going to show you a plan right. that will get you across the finish line. Exactly. Now that finish line might take a minute, but you're uh, going to get there. Like I say, it, it may not be today. It may not be next month. It right. might be six months. Right. But I will explain to you why that's the case, and I will literally give you a blueprint. And yes. I can't tell you the number of people that have walked out of my office going, oh, my gosh, I can do this now. Right. Somebody actually took the time to show me what I need to do to get to become a homeowner. Or how about the client that wants to buy that investment property? Yes. Well, there's a lot of guidelines to that. All right. And unless you exactly know what all the guidelines are, how can you get to that goal? Right. And that's that's where you're going to benefit working with me other, is I will show you how how to get there. The other thing that I liked when I was working with you is that you set up here's a variety of things. If you want to do it this way, here's how this will work. Here's another option. So we're like, here's three different ways that you can get there. Are you willing to do the things in, in, in A and B or would you rather do C? And so maybe everybody doesn't have multiple options like that. But the fact that you ran a, cu- a couple of different scenarios and I was able to go, 
well, which one do I know I'm going to be able to stick to? It's like picking a diet. So it's like, if you know you can't keto, but you know you can do this other thing, maybe you should do the other thing because it still gets you to where you need to be. Exactly. Yeah. So why don't we tell the consumers about uh, my special? Absolutely. So this is a chance for you to get at least $1,000 off in closing costs. And it's very easy. All they have to do is contact you, get everything set up. And if that, when they close on this loan, regardless of what kind of loan it is, because you said it could be first time home buyers, it could be a refi, it can be any of that stuff. It can be anything. Right. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be, there's no time limit on this. If it takes a minute for it to close, because they're looking. That's fine. Right now, mm-hmm. it's any application I take in the next 30 days. Right. If it's a my talker, you just say, Phil, I want the special. Yes. And I'll, I will tell you exactly what the special is right, right. there and then. And then and when it's you based close, on it's your at least $1,000 It's at off. least 1000 It could be a lot more. Perfect. Because we just talked about how closing costs can be pretty substantial. Yeah. Yep. So knowing like and a thousand dollars off at minimum, that's definitely, definitely a value. Absolutely. It, it's not chump change. Right. Absolutely. No, no. You know. So we were talking about options. Yes. Okay. And what I want to kind of focus on the next three segments mm-hmm. is the multitude of products that are out there. And and people hear the word conventional. Yes. Okay. Well, Conventional is a standard program. It's been around forever. Right. But there's a lot of other programs, such as FHA, Mm -hmm. which is called the Federal Housing Administration. All right. That's through the federal government. Right. You've got what's called USDA. Mm -hmm. That's called a Rural Development Loan. Mm -hmm. You've got VA. Okay, which is for our veterans out there. Thank you to all the heroes out there. Absolutely. Number four, you've got MHFA, which Mm -hmm. is called the Minnesota Housing Finance. Yes. And that has down payment assistance available from twelve to Mm seventeen thousand. And then we've talked about it multitudes of times where we talk about home possible, home ready. Those are two great niche products on the conventional side. That'll help you get a lower interest rate, and it is lower mortgage insurance. Right. So, a real quick story going with FHA. Yes. Okay. Client, all right, had can I Can I pause you? So, sure. we said conventional, that's the... The primary standard. That is your vanilla. That is your vanilla product. Yes. All right. And And then primarily after we go from conventional is the one that you deal with most often, Phil, FHA after that product. What do you think? If I were to take a look at my database over the last three years, I would say FHA, VA, USDA are all about the same. It's about the same amount of clients. Right. But I would probably tell you that 15% of my clients are using government loans. Okay. But that being said, if we go back last year, VA or conventional government loans were not viewed right by sellers as being a good product. They mm-hmm. didn't want to accept those buyers because they're going, well, those buyers have issues. Right. I'm not going to say they have issues. They had things that happened in their life right that require them and 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 they're happy to be able to have them. Because it allows them to get into home ownership. Absolutely. All right. And there's there's some reasons. A great example. Client is buying, say, a $400,000 home on the conventional side, but their debt-to-income ratio is 52%. Okay. Your standard ratio for conventional is 50. Okay. Uh, the wife is gone back to school. 
She's got no income, so we can't use her income. Right. But they want to buy that $400,000 home. Yes. And they're going to put 15% down. Well, guess what? With an FHA loan, it allows you to go all the way up to 57% debt-to-income okay. ratio. It still has got mortgage insurance. Yes, you're going to pay a premium to the federal government. Yes. Okay. That's 1.75% of the loan amount. Okay. But the good news is you don't have to pay that up front. Okay. That gets put on top of the loan. All right. But so there's an example where a debt-to-income ratio restriction on the conventional side, if we flip it, flip the loan to FHA, and believe it or not, the FHA loan is lower than the conventional side. Right. All right. And or another way we flip a loan. They want to buy conventional. Yes. But guess what? They've got a 630 credit score. Okay. Now they've got a 630 credit score. But if we get a conventional loan, and yes, you could approve with right. a 630. Mm-hmm. Your interest rate is going to be one to one and a half percent higher. higher. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pay one, two, maybe three points to get the interest rate. Because you're literally buying down the rate because your credit score isn't helping you on the conventional side. Right. And that isn't what banks want. So, Phil, when we get back, can we explain why those additional products are being looked at again by our home buyer? I'm sure. sorry, our sellers out there? Because we know there was a couple of reasons going on out there in the wild while they weren't getting looked at. And it's great that they're getting looked at again. Exactly. All right. We'll do that. You can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Phil Olson here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. Real quick, Phil, let let everybody know how they can get a hold of you throughout the week. 651-238-6748 or phil at callphilolson.com. And you have this great special going on right now. So within the next 30 days, if they get a hold of you. Get a hold of me, do an application. Do the application. I pull credit. Mm -hmm. They're approved. If they decide to do a refinance, they decide to build a house, they decide decide to buy a house. Right. It's and, open. And it's it doesn't open-ended. have to close in the next 30 days. No. They just have to contact you, say that they heard you on my talk and that they want the special. And then you're going to go ahead and hook them up and they'll get at minimum $1,000 yep. off their closing costs. Yep. That's and I'll great. Be able, I'll be able to show them on their on their on their documents that they're getting that that special. Right. So we've been talking about some of the additional varieties of home uh, mortgages that are out there in addition to that conventional financing that we talked about. So you brought up the FHA, you brought up the USDA, you brought up the VA, and then the MFA, the MHFA. Gotcha. And so if we were having this show about a year ago, I remember you and Mimi talking about a lot of, home sellers were less inclined to look at that. And if I remember correctly, it was part of it that they had to go through a different uh, inspection process, something else like that. Was that part of that discussion like yeah, a year ago? Yeah, I mean, what, understand on your government loans, you have more restrictions on the collateral. Okay. Okay. Be it the appraisal. Okay. Okay. The appraisal is tougher. They want to make sure that the consumer is getting into a home that isn't going to become a money pit for them or is a danger to the family. All right. Next, you've got it is. Matter of fact, I think we got a caller. Right. You want, no, you can take? go ahead. So let's okay. go to let. So uh, you know, I, we're going to come to the the we're going to come to the phone in just a second. But let's just finish that and talk about that now. 
because of the education process, because homes are staying on the market a little longer, is it that the variety of financing now is looking at uh, that sellers are looking at it with less of a magnifying glass because the financing still is going to go through. And, and so it's just going, well, I'm willing to do the work or my house is going to appraise or is going to go through the inspection anyway. So I'm going to open it up to these other options. Uh, to sum it up real briefly. Yes. It, the sellers are more likely to negotiate now because they're not sitting with five offers in hand. Okay. They're sitting with one offer. Yes. And it's my client's offer. All right. Okay. So if they want to get their house sold, unless, like they said, they're in a pocket area, a niche home, they're probably not, their doors aren't being busted down, so to speak. Yes. With multitudes of offers. So that's where these other programs that were used previously... Absolutely. Kind of went away. Mm-hmm. Now they're coming back to the forefront. And that's, you know, in speaking to those first-time home buyers, those people that that made an offer multitudes of times on houses here in the last two years and never got a home. Right. Those are the people I want to speak to right now. Right. Now is the time to come back. While things are loosening up. So Correct. come back out, give it another shot, start afresh. And especially if they hadn't worked with you before, they may have gotten some information more from somebody that had so many, their options were much more limited they were than what limited. you can do. Yes. Remember we talked about appraisal gaps. Right. Where they had to cover the appraisal. Well, a lot of people didn't have the money. Right. To do an appraisal gap. Mm-hmm. That is not in play right now. Right. Matter of fact, if the house doesn't appraise, more than likely your agent will be able to go back to the sellers and say, hey, here's Here's what what it it came in at. And oh, by the way, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if you want to play ball with us, you need to work with us and negotiate on that price downward. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's there's hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands of people and maybe even millions here in the United States that did not get a home in the last two years because of that market switch. Right. Now, now, now it's, now it's flipping. And things have leveled back out. Correct. Right. Today is a great day for you to call and be part of the show. If you have a question for our friend, Phil, the number is 651-641-1071. So we're going to go to the phones now. Joyce, thank you very much for your patience. Joyce, what's your question for Phil today? Hello, Joyce. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. I got a question for you. Sure. My nephew bought a house and he saw he did. The windows don't work. He doesn't got no air conditioning. And the laundry, when he did laundry, it backs up in the sink. And uh, he just bought a bit. He doesn't have no air conditioner either. So what should he do? Okay, well, I would go back to the contract that he signed when he when he purchased the home. All right, did he buy the property as is? Did he buy yes. the okay the house? Yeah, I suppose that's uh, if he bought places. the property as is with no inspection, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say, I know for a fact Mimi wouldn't advise it. I wouldn't advise it. All I can say is buyer beware. Right. All right. In that type of situation, because when you buy a property as is, it's kind of like buying it online. You've never seen it and you're just buying it. Understand you're buying everything that's good with it and you're buying everything that's bad with it. He doesn't have nothing good with it. 
than well, what he... Well, I then, would say this. He hope, Unfortunately, I'm sorry that it's a money pit, but he's got a house, and a lot of people don't have a house at all, and he has the yeah, option he had to a, fix it. He had a nice duplex, and he sold it for this dumb house. Yeah. All I can say is I would have to take a look at what his contract, how it reads, and maybe there's some latitude in there. Maybe there was a home inspection that was done. But no, it, there wasn't. Okay, then unfortunately, I would tell you that that's probably not a good situation. Right. No, it's not. Could he call you uh, sure. on a Sunday and talk to you? Sure, Absolutely. he could call me. Yeah. He can call me. You can also leave okay. your number with our producer, and we'll go ahead and contact I, you. Believe it or not, folks, oh. I take calls on Saturday, Sunday, right. holidays. Exactly. I always well, call, pick have up. Have him call you on Sunday. Sure, yeah. have him give me a call. Glad to talk to him. 641 651-641-1071. Or 651-238-6748 is my direct line. Yeah, so I think our producer, Mike... Hang on, can you hang on a second? No, hold on, Joyce, Joyce. I'm going to get you back to our producer, Mike. He's going to go ahead and get your information, and then Phil's going to follow up with you, okay? Okay. All right, thanks. We'll give you a call. Sorry that you're going through that. Yeah, we're going to get them worked out. So that's, I mean, the whole thing is that that's why, you know, Phil, when you and people like Mimi are all go ahead and talking and advising people, Mm -hmm. it's trying to give them as many options as possible. And you, we are all human beings. We're going to make whatever decisions we want to make, you know, kind of thing. And so that is Uh, great. I took a call yesterday from a client and, and kind of off subject, but he's talking to me about a contract for deed. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's going to buy a property directly from the seller with seller financing. Basically the seller is going to finance the property. They're going to be the mortgage company. And I go, just understand once you sign a contract for deed, that's a legal binding document that gets recorded with the County. And if you were to back out of that deal for any reason down the road, you need to understand that would be a, considered a foreclosure. foreclosure. Right. And a lot of people go, you mean that's a foreclosure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You broke the contract. No different than you getting a mortgage with a mortgage company. And not paying. It. And not paying. Mm-hmm. All right. Same thing. You do a rent to own and you don't complete your lease. That's not good. Right. A lot of people think they could just walk away. But unfortunately, there could be negative consequences of you walking away down the road, which might impede your ability to buy a house down the road. And part of what we had discussed last week, Phil, was the fact that when you go into those scenarios when you're doing rent to own or contract for deed, there's people that do that scenario because they think they're not going to be able to get a mortgage um, uh, through a regular broker like you. But now you're saying that there are a variety of there always was a variety of options, but now some of that broader suite of products is being accepted again. So they might want to talk to you about that FHA or that MFHA or even that USDA. So reminding um, people that that might be an option a USDA as well. is a great loan product for those that are thinking about moving out of the 11 county metro metro area. Yes. There's only really three areas here in the state that don't allow USDA financing. Okay. Up in the Duluth area. Okay. Up in the whole metro, metro, 11 county metro area. Yes. Mm-hmm. And down by the Rochester area. Gotcha. Now, there might be some really small pockets throughout the state. But the primary metropolitan areas are the ones where you don't get USDA financing. You would use one of those other options. So, but... what is USDA? Right. I had a client used a USDA loan to buy a hobby farm. Okay. They had horses. Mm-hmm. All right. And they had two horses. They wanted to have some goats and a llama. 
And they bought, it is, I think, 18 acres over in western Wisconsin. Bought a cute little farmhouse. Yes. All right. And as the key is, as long as it's not income producing. Okay. So if they had, um, if it was an actual farm where they were going to like, does it even matter? So, you know, that fine line when we talk about people who are VRBOing. So if you were going to produce a little bit here and there and put it at um, the farmer's market. That's not what we're yeah, talking about. We're not about. talking yeah. about so that. So if it's just a hobby and you're like, I got extra stuff, let me go sell these tomatoes. That's Correct. not a problem. Okay. Correct. If you were to probably board somebody's animals for a period of time, no big deal. Gotcha. So what is USDA? USDA is 100% financing. It's one of the few products out there that literally you could buy a house with nothing down. Wow. Okay. And, and, and the good thing about it is the mortgage insurance is half the level of say FHA. Okay. It's about equal to it is a conventional loan. All right. The interest rate is extremely low. And by the way, if you want to check it out, you could go to eligibility.sc.egov.usda.gov. Okay. We'll make and, sure we get that information to our producer. It'll be on the page. Up the mm-hmm. map. You could pull up the map. Now, some key things about USDA. It is based on family income. Okay. But the bigger the family is, the bigger it allows the family income to be. Okay. So an example of that, let's just use Sherburne County. Yes. The income limit is $127,000. Okay. But you also need to understand there's... Was that for one person, though? That was for two. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, you can also... There's a loan limit. Your mm-hmm. maximum loan with USDA in the state of Minnesota is $336,000. Okay. But if I were to look at a rural home in Minnesota at $300,000 plus, oh, holy you're getting, more happy, oh, you're getting Harvey you're, Farms all you're, over the you're, place. You're, you're getting a beautiful home. Right. Matter of fact, and does it have to be out in the woods or does it have to be out in a farm field? No. It can be in in downtown Whatever that city is, as long as they're in USDA territory, right? it's a great loan product. And the, what's really kind of nice about it mm-hmm. is it's very well accepted. Right. Because so many people use the product. But guess and especially what? Especially if you're in that area, you know that this product is of value. And Correct. that is, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you've got reduced mortgage insurance, your interest rate is great. You could literally buy a house for a thousand dollars. So if you have a thousand dollars in your pocket, you might go, Well, Phil, you said a hundred percent financing. How about the home inspection? Right. Okay. How about your moving costs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Literally, you can buy a home with less than a thousand dollars. Now, the key with USDA though is they want to see low debt to income ratios. Okay. Kind of your standard rule is 35 over 43. Okay. What does that mean? 35% of your mortgage payment is part of the debt-to-income ratio. So, okay. in other words, you take your gross times 0.35. Okay. As long as the mortgage payment is less than that, you're probably going to be good. Okay. And then your total indebtedness, meaning credit cards, car loans, takes you from 35 to 43. So, okay. you've got about a 7% of your debt okay. on credit. Yes. Now I'm not telling you it's a it's a a, a starch or hard mm-hmm. guideline. 
But that's what they like to look at. That's what they like to see on that. Mm. So the downside of a USDA loan is if you've got a lot of debt and you you. you don't have a lot of income, it's probably not the program for you. But maybe FHA would be. So let's talk about FHA a bit when we get back and we're going to wrap up our final segment. We're also going to remind everybody about that great deal that you have where they can get a minimum of $1,000 off their closing costs just by calling you within the next 30 days. So if you have any questions, you can also be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Phil Olson here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. Trust me, we sound really good in your earbuds at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Red Hot. Here with Phil Olson. We're talking about the fact that the market has made a shift that I think we'll admit here in this room. We're both happy that it's making this. I'm, I'm very happy yeah. because I think over the last two years, there's been so many people that have been dismayed or have yes. been pushed out of the market. Just so that, discouraged. Yeah, discouraged. discouraged. Yes. And I mean, we were talking in the break where I said, right now, all my clients are getting houses within one to three offers. Right, which is so much better because before it was 12 to 15. Yeah. I looked at 60 or, houses like who knows. Or they backed out of the market because they said enough is enough. Right. Yeah. And so this is so much, you know, having that continual sense of rejection, it's difficult. We know that going out there and, and doing all this is is hard. So yeah. now I think you it's can really emotional it. too. Absolutely. You know, people yeah. look at the house, they walk through the house, they have already envisioned their, their kids sleeping in their bed right. in this room Here's the and backyard and, they'll oh, play they, in correct mm-hmm. and and for them to have their hopes crashed on uh, it, it's tough and uh, believe me uh, it wasn't fun the last two years right me working with clients that had to go through that emotional roller coaster right and I, I I feel for them but now the market shifted now's the time to get back into the market there's no better time. Yes, rates are higher, but we've talked about that. It doesn't make a difference. No, it doesn't. It'll because the things will continue to change, and so this. Gets and oh, you by there the because- way, you can always refinance your loan to a lower interest rate down the road. Right. You know. So. And we were talking about we we got into the the world of the USDA loans, but we still want to remind people that there are other options out there as well, like the VA loans and the the Minnesota Housing Finance loans. A variety of ways that you can look at if you are that person that got told no when you tried to get a mortgage before, or if you're one of those people that you in your own head told yourself, no, you got to call Phil and get the numbers. How about, how about the client that's just being told you have to put 10% down conventional? Yes. All right. There are a multitude of programs that when you work with me, I am going to basically scour the earth for everything that's available. And then I'm going to present you options and, and here's what I'll tell you, 75 to 80% of the time, I'm able to find a cheaper, better route for the consumer. Right. All right. And by, by all means, I'm going to lay out the pros and the cons of every one of these programs. Right. We because they all yes. they all have pros and they all have cons. The question is, what are your short-term, what are your long-term goals? What are you trying to, to do and let's see if we I can present you other options. Like we talked, like you and I de- technically could have done a conventional loan, but because of my situation, we did this, uh, the FHA one, because I didn't want to sap all the money I had left in my savings account. Just Correct. like real talk. Like yeah. that's just me being honest. It's like, well, I, mean, I got it, but then I'll have nothing if something happens. Good, you know? good example of that is conventional loans like to see reserves. Mm-hmm. And right. if you don't have reserves, right. 
or you have to liquidate something to right. have that reserve, maybe that conventional loan product, where FHA doesn't require reserves most right. of the time, mm-hmm. or USDA DA doesn't require reserves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that's the reason to call me is I'm going to look at all the different options. The other thing that I think, uh, the other reason to call you is that a lot of times, because we see the commercials, we do things online. And so you go, if I do it online, then it's not a person rejecting me. So you do it online and you go, okay, I got an answer. That's a good enough answer. But I just want to remind everybody that there's a big difference between doing things online. You have to fit in exactly the box that you might get online versus being able to talk to a human being like Phil that'll go, okay, I understand the nuances of your situation. What's this? And you can ask the follow-up questions that they might not get with an online application. Well, the thing is with me, you're not going to talk with a multitude of people. Mm -hmm. You're going to talk with me. I'm not going to pawn you off. I am with you from basically cradle to grave Mm -hmm. throughout the whole transaction. And, oh, by the way, just after I close your loan doesn't mean... You can't call me. Right. I get clients. I probably get five to 10 client calls a week. Right. Just to ask me, Phil, do you know somebody who can do this? Mm-hmm. Or Phil, here's a mortgage question or here's in a homeowner's insurance question. All right. I mean, right now, homeowner's insurance is going crazy. Everybody's right. homeowner's insurance is going up and I've got clients calling me and I'm able to go into my network and, and say, okay, call this guy. Yes. And guess what? I just saved a client three thousand dollars a year. If you have a, a great, I mean, that's back to having a team. Like I have a really good insurance guy, one that you suggested, yep. that calls me ahead. This is probably going to go up because of this one. We're moving you, yeah. And I didn't even have to think about it. He just sent me a note. Yeah. Hey, this will probably go up. We're looking at other options. And so yeah. when I got the email from him going, we're switching you over. Yeah. All I had to do was say yes because I knew he was already looking into it. Yeah. Well, that's the difference mm-hmm. between being a captive agent on the insurance side and being a broker on the insurance side. Mm -hmm. So MHFA, what is that? Minnesota Housing Finance. Believe it or not, you can get down payment assistance, $12,000 to $17,000. Right. All right. Depends on your income. Depends on what you're buying. And oh, by the way, if it's deferred, you don't have to pay the $12,000 back. Unless you sell the house. Until you sell or refinance the house. Mm -hmm. Now, guess what? If we're buying a $300,000 home and let's say your down payment is 3%, well, that's nine grand. Right. The 12 covers the nine grand. Yes, absolutely. Now you can take that other three grand and move it towards your closing costs. And oh, by the way, now we ask the sellers to pay for your closing costs. Right, or at least a couple of percentage yeah. points of it. Well, yeah. guess what? I got a loan right now. The client's only bringing $1,100 to the table. They're getting basically 100% financing, Minnesota housing, great, great program. Right. And people don't understand, you can use that program throughout the whole state. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There right. is no restriction. Right, of you okay. have to be in this neighborhood or this city. Correct. I love it. I absolutely love it. So what else should we talk about here? Real well, quickly? I want to remind everybody about the reason why it's a, the differentiating factor with talking to you versus talking to one of those big box mortgage people and why, you know, do you, the, the experience is different. Just what you're able to do with someone who has a big suite of products. Uh, here's what I'll say. I've been doing this now 22 years. Right. I love what I do. Mm hmm. I love helping my clients, yes. especially my my talkers when they right. call and they go, is this really Phil? Right. Mm-hmm. They can't believe I'm actually answering <laughs> the phone. Right. But uh, 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to tailor yes. your mortgage to your situation. And because I work for the eighth largest lender in the United States, I am able to come up with a plethora of different solutions for your specific goals. Right. So remind everybody how they can get a hold of you, and you are actually the one that they're going to get a hold of. They can always call me at 651 651- 238-6748 Phil Olson with Cross Country Mortgage. And you can always find this episode and previous episodes by going to our website. Just go to mytalk1071.com keyword red hot. We'll see you soon, Phil.